The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Jack Newman. I'm Ben Howard. And I'm Trevor Flynn. And welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week, our intrepid gang members... We That sounded darker when gang I say members. it like that. Yeah. Our gang... <laughs> our, our, our reprobate gang members are heading out to uh, review Deadpool 2. Uh, and we know we're in a podcast. Hey, meta. Yeah. Breaking... I don't... Yeah. It's one of the things. Think- it'd be really better if... To break the fourth wall if we haven't done that on every other show. <laughs> right. I think podcasts yeah. only have a wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no there's no there's no weird fifth wall we can break with our audience. Be like, I see you, Joe. Joe <laughs> there listening walls. to this podcast. <laughs> every Joe that listens to the movie gang podcast just freaked the fuck out. <laughs> I don't know. Stop doing the um, dishes. Uh, yeah. Greg. <laughs> God. <laughs> Listen to your wife more, Joe. Do the dishes. I don't I don't know what's happening with Joe's life. Anyways. Something very uh, stereotypical. Week- <laughs> <laughs> just go with it. You know, hit the most Joes possible, you know? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got you. <laughs> All right. Well, this week we're going to start off before we get into Deadpool 2. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do a quick uh, trailer corner. We haven't done one in a while. This week we're tackling uh, the Jungle Book. <laughs> oh, wait. You saw what I did there? <laughs> it's actually Mowgli, directed by Andy Serkis. It's going to be a 2018 release, and it's also an, another adaptation, a live-action adaptation of Jungle Book. Uh, ben, tell us about this a little bit. Yeah, this is a weird parallel film situation. It's always interesting when that happens. Uh, this film is actually one of those interesting cases where the film was... Uh, Eh, kind of started before. Uh, I was reading more about it. It sounds like they both kind of shot around the exact same time. But uh, this is from Warner Brothers, where the uh, John Favreau one from two years ago was from Disney. Um, and this one was originally supposed to start in 2012. It was actually going to be directed by Alejandro Inaritu, who directed Birdman and The Revenant. So you can kind of imagine what kind of movie that would have been. Uh, but eventually it was going to be just directed by Andy Serkis. And Andy Serkis... Uh, even though he directed this movie first, <laughs> has another film that just came out called Breathe last year with Andrew Garfield, which is more of a standard film. So technically it's his second film, even though it's the first one he shot. But it was like this huh. big deal because it's entirely his company, uh, The Imaginarium, which does all the mocap for all the Andy Circus movies you know and love. And it was like going to be their big coming out to making their own feature films. Uh, and it's shot in March of 2015. And it's finally coming out. And... I don't know how I feel about this mocap, guys. <laughs> it's yeah, I, odd. <laughs> it's also like unfortunate that it's going to have to be compared to a production that, to me, looks like it has way more money. Do you know what I mean? I think the 2016 Jungle Book clearly has, in my opinion, more money. <laughs> right. I mean, that movie, which is, which is, I said, was like a... $200 million test reel for their Lion King movie. You know what I mean? Like they're just That's gonna... exactly what it was. Yeah. They just threw technical money at that. And even if, you know, even if Andy Serkis is good, like, you know, sometimes, unfortunately with render, like the final dollar amount really does make a huge difference. Well, they decided to do this. The process is really have... different too. Go yeah, ahead. The... Go ahead, Ben. Yeah. It's just, just real quick that like the, the, he wanted to have like the faces have more humanish features and it creates a very 
weird looking creature when they're talking and I don't really know how to feel about it. Uh, this is supposed to be a darker version. It's supposed to be more in line with the actual novel, which is a lot darker than the more uh, kid-friendly version that we all mostly grew up with in the Disney version. Uh, the cartoon and the and the movie is a little darker, but not anywhere near as dark, though they ham that up in the trailer. It's like, the darkest version of this movie. And you're like, all right, calm down. It's yeah. Like, we don't need to jerk ourselves off about that. Yeah, I was about to say. But sorry, I interrupted <laughs> a like, point you're going to make, Trevor. I'm curious what you're going to say about this. No, uh, you you knew exactly what I was talking about. I was just listening to him oddly break down the trailer frame by frame for the internet. Uh, oh, and he uh, was talking about their process of like starting with, like you were saying, like mo-capping the, the actors' faces and then putting it side by side with an animal's. And then he's like, and so... We do it a shot and another shot and another shot until Christian Bale looks gradually more like a panther. And then we just take like the perfect, you know, just hitting that sweet spot. And I was like, is that that sweet spot? sounds like it's very close to the uncanny valley, potentially. Like, I hope I just like, how do you how do you know what the sweet spot is between Christian Bale uh, and Panther? It came out like a couple months ago, that dog that has a human face. He just has a, he just has these eyes that look very human like, and it is disturbing. Whoa! <laughs> what what do you mean, human face dog? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my what god! What is this? What, what did you just Google dog? Human like face human dog. Face? Somebody human kill face it with dog. fire! Ah! 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 <laughs> I, oh, I can't see that. Oh, it's, okay, it's not <sighs> even a Photoshop. It it is a real dog, but it has this very weird. That is not a real dog. Face. It's a real dog. No. (laughs) God, somebody fucking kill it with fire. I'm sure it's a nice dog, but fuck me. And this this movie reminds me a lot of it. It's just it's it. If you push it in that weird middle ground, it's really weird. Yeah. Where where Disney went for more of like we studied. Like you said, with that money element too, but like we studied panthers and the way their face moved and probably mapped a whole panther's face and all the muscle ligaments and and this yeah. one is more like <laughs> two people lost their arms in the making of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about them. Um, versus this, where yeah, that that's very interesting what you said, Trevor, that he that they kept adding layer upon layer until like, well, it looks like a panther kind of, you know, like it's gotten in the middle, yeah. and she's a a very Odd choice, which I don't know how to feel about. And certainly it's going to be something I have to see on the big screen because visual effects always just, they just have a better render quality when they're on the big screen and it's not going to come out right. until October, so it has time. But I don't know. The, the artistic choices on this are not what I was expecting. And it's funny, it's funny too, that like, I, the rough thing about this is that I don't think any of us, like, we all gave The Jungle Book a pretty good scores. But we all kind of, I remember we all cited the technical mastery yeah. as one of the reasons it did so well. That was the big thing. Like, the best part about that movie is that it, it was done really well. So it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, man. This is going to be painful. I really am looking forward to seeing who did Ka better, uh, Kate Blanchett or, or Scarlett Johansson. Well, I'm Scarlett sure Johansson's Ka did, like, almost, like, did nothing. So, like, there wasn't any point to her except for the trailer, practically. Well, Right, I know, but I, at the same time, like I, I feel like a good Kate Blanchett Ka could be like amazing, you yeah. know. 
The same thing. Uh, so Bagheera, Shere Khan has been in Cumberbatch. Of course he is. Um, I don't, I don't <laughs> right. know why that was my range. Of course he is. I don't even know. I didn't realize that the last Shere Khan was not been in Cumberbatch. <laughs> the only reason he wasn't Shere Khan in the Jungle Book is they probably cast him first in this one. You know, they're like, ah, right, who else we got? Right. Uh, is Elba available? Get us oh, Elba. he's busy being a dragon. That makes sense. That makes sense. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> So he's played Khan twice now. Has he? And what, what? else? Star Trek. Ah, oh, you oh, son of a bitch. Dude. <laughs> podcast is over. I'll show myself out. Uh, Sarah's going to be very proud of you, Trevor. Yeah, that's, I did it for her. You stole the Genesis <laughs> device, and now you're making bad CGI. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Anything else? How? Okay, here's a big thing too. Was there like an argument over the rights to the Jungle Book, or did they just let him have the rights to the Jungle Book, or is it so out of bloody? I think um, it, is the Jungle Books. Isn't it? Because Disney at the time, weren't they? It was all about the public domain stuff. I feel like Jungle yeah. Book was probably in public domain when they made the first movie Jungle Book because they never wanted to pay rights to anybody. Because <laughs> right. uh, especially after like. Uh, the headache of Mary Poppins. They kind of focused but on that, like, but right. the specific Disney movie stuff, like the songs and stuff probably can't be used. Correct. No, there'll be no songs. And I think he wants to make it a right. darker light. That, like originally it was called <laughs> Rudyard Kipling's jungle book. You know, they tried to like, <laughs> Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but then this I think they were like, Rudyard hey. Kipling's jungle book. Well, yeah, I'm get all those, sure. get all Any those jungle Rudyard book was Kipling ever Rudyard Kipling's. <laughs> yeah, get all the 2016 Rudyard Kipling fans. There's so many of them. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to go watch it, but if it's not Rudyard Kipling's, <laughs> Rudyard Kipling or bust, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Tally ho. <laughs> oh, I don't started. know why they did come out with like a weird accent. I just uh, see them yes. in like that that safari hat, you know, the like round safari hat. Yeah. Those, those joppers yeah. yeah they're like it they're like in the newly revealed indian version of westworld uh spoilers for westworld oh you son of a bitch. raj world <laughs> oh my god oh it's raj not world. i mean come on you knew they no, were gonna, I be, it was like gonna be some but i didn't know it was gonna be indian that's cool that's smart. oh it's it's not really like there's like 20 seconds of it don't, yeah. don't worry about it we're not it's spending not like, a lot of time there i would i would argue that's not a spoiler <laughs> sorry i'm in no apologies if i did spoil for anyone that's I don't fine mean, i still need to we watch we have that disclaimer most of that show. This is true. At any yeah. time, any show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're actually, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> I did say it in the thing. <laughs> so, theoretically, no one can hunt us down and get mad at us. They still will, though. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't, it's, it's like something I say that, like, it's almost like the words don't count anymore for whatever reason. Um, but, anyways, moving on to Deadpool 2. Wise cracking mercenary Deadpool joins forces with three mutants, Bedlam, Shatterstar, and Domino, to protect a boy from the all powerful cable. That's the summary. That's the official studio film synopsis. Nice. Yeah, one they, sentence. They sent out a bunch of jokey synopsises, but that's like the one they had eventually. I guess someone was like, "You have to give a fucking real synopsis for like podcasts and stuff." <laughs> like, right, and they, and they, and it's funny. It includes Bedlam and Shatterstar, which have like under. All right, no, here we go. After tonight. <laughs> Okay. You find a good one? After one surviving a near-fatal bovine attack, a disfigured cafeteria chef, Wade Wilson, struggles to fulfill his dream of becoming Mary- Mayberry's hottest bartender while also learning to cope 
With his lost sense of taste, Sir Ginger gained his spice for life, as well as a flux capacitor. Wade must battle ninjas, the Yakuza, and a pack of sexually aggressive canines as he journeys around the world to recover the importance of family, friendship, and flavor. Finding a new taste. For adventure and earning the coveted coffee mug title of world's best lover. <laughs> and okay, I gotta read more of these. I'm ladies sorry. and gentlemen, if you found that funny, I think we can tell you <laughs> you'll probably find the movie funny. Like that, your uh, humor yeah. is in that sense that pretty much sums it up. I feel. I, hey, don't don't. I I could I could be a sixteen year old movie for I could be a sixteen year old again for two hours, dude. Come on. <laughs> Foulmouthed mutant mercenary Wade Wilson, a.k.a. Deadpool, brings together a team of fellow mutants, rogues, to protect a young boy with supernatural abilities from the brutal time-traveling cyborg Cable. Yeah, okay, that one's that one's pretty straightforward. Sorry. Yeah, that's the one I feel like the studio's like, all right, you have to write one normal one. Am no, I? it's 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 by a different website. That's why it's normal. No, I know. I, I've it's seen that one passed around. That's why, yeah. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, that's probably the best one we'll go with for here. Anyways, uh, yeah, Deadpool two. Uh, let's go ahead and start with you, Trevor. What did you think of this round two of Deadpool? Uh, yeah, um, I la- I liked it a lot. I think I liked it even better than the first one. Maybe I don't know. Um, I thought there was a lot more meta humor and some of it landed for me and some of it didn't but what landed worked well enough um colossus awesome also cgi bad um i like i thought his seat uh, keep going sorry that's okay um that was just what my brother's reaction was that i was channeling a little bit when i thought back onto it but um like it didn't bother me in particular um, I also loved how the plot was just kind of meandering and the dead girlfriend like cipher for the plot is nonsensical as it was. It was kind of also just this sort of stream of consciousness. So, OK, uh, now there's a kid and now I'm in jail and there's the kid and uh, maybe I should protect the kid just because this happens to like, you know, I just ran into him. Like it was I like I like that aspect of the plot of this movie. I thought it was very fitting for. Deadpool's kind of like, what do I do now? I guess I'll do this type of um, motivation. That worked for me a lot. And yeah, I had a good time. I love yeah. Josh Brolin. He was great. The whole Colossus Deadpool bromance was cool too. The X Force team up <laughs> that was hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Kill, killing off that, killing off Shatterstar was the best thing that they could have done. I was very worried about that. Sorry, um, but uh, Ben. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I uh, I I kind of hated this movie like a lot. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, yeah. it really bothered me. It, there's a, something happens. At the her beginning. death. Her death. Her death. No, no. Put hey, this a... is spoiler. Hey, spoiler, yeah. spoiler, 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 spoiler. Her death. But, but we need to talk about it because it it bothered me. The thing that really oh, bothered good. me okay. is that no one's this. upset about it. Go ahead. Stri- go, you, you go. Yeah, I'm the exact same with you. This is, this is exciting for me. Um, her death, <laughs> I feel like, had proved to me why this franchise bothers me, which is it is subversive, but still safe. And her yeah. death was an example of we could have made the best takedown of fridging, <laughs> which is 
for those who don't know this this term that's often used in comic books but it's yep. kind of gone all yep. media which is uh when a particularly a female character gets murdered to inspire the male character uh his and, girlfriend and- I uh, I was waiting. Can I just stop? I'm sorry. Do you mind if I insert? No, no go, go for it. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you. you <laughs> I think fridge. you're gonna say what I'm gonna say. You're waiting. There was for a fridge so in the cute. shot, and all the shots with her, and I was just like, they're gonna make a joke about fridging, right? Like right. they have to make a fridging joke. <laughs> right. There's gonna I, be a fridge joke. I don't. I don't know. Right. I thought he was gonna come in. She was gonna be in a fridge, and she would be like, really, like really, writers, and then we would have a whole thing about it. But to me, it was like. Part of the problem is you can't make me care about a character who doesn't care about anything, particularly his own genre and his own movie. Uh, and so when I have to like care and feel bad for this character who's just been like a sex joke for most of the movie, and then we could have done a fridge thing, but then it just was like another callous, we murdered the girlfriend when she was about to get pregnant movie. It was like, it just left a sour taste in my mouth. It did get better as the film went along. The third act was really good. I just have to say that Ryan Reynolds, the entire portrayal of his death scene that keeps going on forever, really made me laugh. It was yeah, very, yeah. very funny. I, I it kept in... working for me, which is surprising. Whenever a joke is still like I expect it to end, and it still doesn't end, and I wasn't expecting that. Oh, I hated I, that. That's really funny. I love that death scene really much. That was my least favorite joke. I've, I've, I'm very excited for today's discussion. Now. Like, I'm we are all so over happy. the map. <laughs> like I, I no, I, I like, I, I don't think this movie was bad. Like I think the reason I'm okay with this movie, I don't, I think it's, I agree with Ben entirely structurally and for like a couple of plot points. I, I thought that this movie. Well, first off, structurally, this movie is absolutely a an abomination but like it's something that like i'm way more of accepting in a deadpool yeah, movie of like a, a, a bad plot structure and the other thing too is like i think to the bit is that like the movie did make me consistently laugh which is probably why in my book it's not a total failure but there were so many things that bothered me and i think it's the thing that's kind of left over from the first deadpool movie which is like giving deadpool like actual meaning is sort of dumb and it's kind of this thing that is bothering me that like a lot of critics are like praising Deadpool for like oh it's really secretly a love story in the last one and I was one of those things where it's like but this is dumb because we've tied him to this like this thing and you could have just had her be out if you didn't want her in the plot all you had to say is she couldn't hack it with him being so ugly you know like that's it's not hard to remove her from the plot and yet still we stick around for it and then it still doesn't matter in the end because we time travel in the post credit sequence to fucking bring her back anyways even though she's like you know you're doing the lady death thing with like her as well which is the other thing too because they really do the lady death like they they wanted to do like the lady death thing with Thanos and stuff here a little bit because there's there's spirits of that in here uh for those that don't know lady death is like the marvel's universe's personification of death and uh, you know deadpool has a relationship with lady death uh but they can never be together because deadpool can't die and that's kind of mirrored here a little bit with her um but it's still just so bloody dark and it also feels like you know to other critics like one of the big things that bothered me this week is that i didn't know that she was going to die in the clip or if she died like the whole movie i was like okay there's time travel it's going to be fine they're going to make a joke out of it it's going to be fine and that, and that was the thing that bothered me is that 
when they kept bringing it back to actually meaning something, I was like, okay, stop trying to make this mean something. Just fucking end the joke. And then it never joked. And I was like, that was terrible. Yeah, it wasn't a joke. And I was like, and it was like, for me, like, because there was time travel in play and, you know, it's a Deadpool movie. And um, obviously you're making jokes after like this lady who's pregnant just got murdered. Like that was not okay. And I was like. I was like, and Katie literally sat next to me. And this is why I got really upset because Katie got Katie when she died, sucked in breath hard. And I was like, don't worry, they're going to fix it. It's going to be okay. And then they do. (laughs) And I and then it didn't happen. And I was like, well, I'm a douche, you know, like, (laughs) sorry, but such good use of take on me. Come on. (sighs) So good. So good. No, because because it you know because you've seen the video right like the original right. music video yeah. you know and it's yeah it, it parallels that it's so good. So I, I I I think that's the thing is like you know Deadpool moment to moment is hilarious and I think that like but as a as a movie is it's just utter trash and terrible. <laughs> well, this this movie does something that's been bothering me about the way comic book movies are sold to critics and they always seem to buy, which is kind of drove me crazy. It's like they'll be like. Winter Soldier is a 70s paranoid thriller. I'm like, kind of, but it's more just like an action yeah, movie. Like, you know, right. and like, and this one like straight up is like, it's a film about family. And then I saw all these critics being like, it's a film about family. And like, there's like, it was just felt like there was a lot of critic bait stop. in this movie. Like, stop hive minding, you motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> right. Like, 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 great. Negasonic Teenage Warhead has a girlfriend. And you know, thank God we actually have an LGBT positive representation in the comic movie. I appreciate it. Okay. But she's not in the movie. She's bare- She shows up and he's like, you're cute. And then they disappear. And then it, they It was worth it for the thing, Fox and you know? Friends crack. And that's the thing is like everything's just a crack. And it's like pump the hate breaks, Fox and Friends. And I was like, I cracked up. I cracked yeah. up. That was yeah. funny. That's said, <laughs> I did like Deadpool being panned finally. Him grabbing Klaus's butt was pretty good. I enjoyed that quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, which is also which is also canonic, and and I think that it's it's nice. It's That's nice fucking to have. canonic. What? Yeah, he's pan. That's canonic. Yeah, he's or pan. Canonic. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think he's yeah. making fun of the word. Oh, canonic. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah oh, because he's always uh, he's particularly flirts with Spider Man, right? Isn't that like a big thing? No. Well, or is that just he fiction? makes jokes. One of my favorite jokes is during his wedding. Um, they were like, "We need to sacrifice a virgin," and he's like, "Too bad Spider Man isn't here." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's some. You have to admit, like Deadpool is somebody that like lives and dies on how good his writers are. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think that that's the thing is like everything's funny. Let's talk. Let's go ahead and burst out into the other uh, secondary cast. But I, I wanted to bring up one more other thing, and this is just really a hit. This may be a little bit of a hit job on Movie Bob a little bit this week for me, because um, he like. I this thought movie. you were done with him. I still fucking play with hate watching him a little bit. And I yeah. actually don't I don't dislike him as a person. Who? I think he's like a nice Who movie does? bob. Movie bob. Oh, right, right. Uh, funny. Funny, funny, <laughs> funny, Ben. <laughs> you just hate watch now? Yeah. Well, I think the big thing this week he was coming on is that uh he was saying that like like, you know, cable was a takedown of like overwrought male protagonists in movies and i was like yeah but they don't make the twist ever do you know what i mean it's not funny enough i mean he gets better when he's more like the straight man to deadpool's you know he's he's right over fudd you know like that's when he's better right yeah which is what colossus was the stand-in for in the first movie yeah cable was kind of a disappointment for me i like josh brolin a lot but he just didn't really he never either felt a intimidating or b like all that 
fun to just hang around with, you know? Yeah, because like, nothing's to be fucking like, intimidating when, when, like, fucking Deadpool can literally grow anything back. Like, there's right. no stakes. Yeah. And I think part of me, it's like, it's, it's just getting a little tiresome, like, that most, that so many of the jokes are just like, ah, oh, Martha. It's like, I've seen these jokes a million times on comment boards, which is probably the problem, but like. Right, right. And I guess it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, an actual comic movie is saying it, but. And maybe that's also just part of the fact of like Deadpool doesn't feel as special anymore because like, uh, the first film does it and then you're like oh wow they did it and then the next film you're like oh right, that's what they do yeah. well i also thought i also thought deadpool one skews a little darker and i think that and and people are saying that this is darker and i'm like yeah it's bullshit well how but, well defend yourself how is deadpool one darker oh dude i i think i think I, i've watched deadpool one me and katie went home and watched deadpool one after deadpool two yeah and like that the whole comment section in the bar where they're talking about their fucked up childhoods there's nothing that dark and all of dead there's nothing uh, dark yeah. humor wise and all of deadpool two like they kill some pedophiles and they make some pedophile jokes and there's some stuff about like there's a jared kushner kushner joke in there and there's like yeah. some other stuff that's like funny but like there's nothing along the lines of that and there's also nothing along the lines of like um you know the cure for blindness for al even though it's like there's actually a box that says the cure for blindness which is kind of funny in this one yeah um him, him punching cocaine is pretty great uh, I did, I, that was that was well done <laughs> oh yeah like when he fills up his mask yeah yeah an overabundance <laughs> of cocaine will always make me laugh i don't know why <laughs> yeah it's no it's it's dude it's it's i i, I hate to say it like i feel like the it difference got me. i mean is that's like, the thing i have to admit it did yeah at times you know like that that's the thing it, i i think overall this movie did bother me and i think it's that opening is probably why i think it probably would have been on the same page as i was with the the first deadpool which i would probably read around a six i'd probably give it the same but like just those elements and and trying to get you take it so seriously just kind of bum me out i'm like just be looney tunes so, just be you know more anarchic and ridiculous and 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 you know now i'm reading like i just have a wikipedia open and they're like leech and like the director and the writers admitted they were unaware of the term fridging and said they did not uh we're not trying to consciously be sexist i'm like that's exactly oh, the fucking fuck problem. you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, fuck you you, you, like can't, you, you can't make it. martha jokes and not be aware of what fridging is for fuck's sake <laughs> yeah i um that was one of the first things i like said to my girlfriend after the movie it was like well they uh they wrote her out and uh brought her back and um I don't know. I just didn't care for some reason. Also, just a huge waste of Myrna Baccarin is the other thing, too. Yeah. If she wasn't so hot Why all the time. Why do we keep I wasting her? Like, she was, like, in peril half that movie, and she's like, let's have her around. She's great. <laughs> she's yeah. so... Yeah. And she looks exactly the same. She did in Firefly, which, like, 15 years ago. It's crazy. I don't know how she does it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Dude. I. You know what was the thing? I hadn't seen Myrna Baccarin. I saw her... What was it? Not... It was The Heat. No, no, no. It was the one where... The lady from oh, the spy. heat is a spy. She was a bad yeah, lady spy. spy yeah. And she was in that and I was like I was like, is Marana Baccarin still amazingly attractive? Yes, yes, yes she is. is. Good lord. In that movie she's in that movie for like thirty seconds and I I was like blown away by it. Okay. Anyways. Um yeah, let's move on to the rest of the cast. Because they yeah. they're trying to expand the Deadpool universe, and I again I don't really buy their kind of like creation of a family here but at the same time let's go ahead and talk about them or talk about at least about uh the misdirect with the x-force because i think that's probably the funniest moment to me in the movie yeah you yeah, that one that one helps too because of like just watching all the press junkets and like there's so many like what's the x-force because they they have announced they're making an x-force movie which makes that whole joke funnier because right oh yeah that, i didn't know that yeah yeah that, that just helped for me because it's like you know I'm like, oh, okay, because Terry Crews is hot right now. That totally makes sense. And uh, 
uh, of course, Vanisher payoff is really good. Um, and just Vanisher <laughs> in general was pretty funny. So I I think that helped a lot that knowing that like oh they're gonna make an X Force movie and like this is just their backdoor pilot scene of like they're gonna do a mission and then they'll fuck off and then they'll you know how they did with them. Um, right, right, Furious. right. It makes total so, sense. And they X-Force know what is they're an doing. Comic thing. Yeah, yeah. In the, is it actually in the X Men universe? Are yes. they mutants? Yep, 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 yep. Are they just a uh, you know? They're an X. They're, they're literally an X Men ripoff, group, dude. Right? There's like, there's like a, the other thing too is in the X Men universe. There's like several like there's like the X Men European school and all this sort of shits. And there's yeah. like there's not just X Force. There's the New Mutants and there's like whole teams of different sorts of X Men in different places that are kind of like vaguely associated oh, with each other. Sense, yeah. There's also darker versions. It's also like the Teen Titans. You know, like there's like mm-hmm. you know it's like there's the Red Hood and his group of like people that are like the dark version of the Teen Titans. Like in this inside the x-men universe there's like there's like 50 different squads that they can pull from which is the other thing that's kind of shitty about this is that like you know in terms even as many x-men movies as we have they're like they never pull very deeply from their own canon and that's why it's kind of hilarious to see this like deadpool has is drawing the deepest cuts from like the x-men canon which is, you know, at this point, Marvel has like, you know, Marvel's busted out Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a deep, right. which was at the time a deep draw from the Marvel canon, even though there's so many Guardians of the Galaxy comics now, it's no longer considered a deep draw. Yeah, but it is. And, and it's one of those things, too. It's weird to watch him pull like something like this. But at the same time, Domino is like a huge deal. Domino ends up in a lot of Spider-Man things, too. So it's interesting. Domino mm-hmm. was awesome brought up my kind of opinion and enjoyment of the movie the whole point probably just yeah I lo- people, I love, people want her to I, have her own yeah. movie now i love zazie beats and the idea of dead that whole bit was good but like luck is a yeah, superpower yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> also did anyone else think the cg was way worse in this one as opposed to the first one her running was real bad when like they had all this stuff yeah that cg her. sequence was bad and it was fine once she got inside the vehicle and it was just like a fight where everything went right for her like that was fine. Yeah, that scene definitely looked better in uh, uh, storyboards <laughs> than it did when it was yeah. done. Yeah, I think that's a, yeah. that's a that's a throw up your hands. Well, ah, good little look. Uh, we we ran yeah. out of money, guys. There's a lot of to render. Yeah, I and then it was like, and then they kind of went in for just like a a, a nice Colossus like versus Juggernaut fight in the end. And uh, and still like and it was funny. I lo- I didn't I lo- I thought that was funny. And then they they make a throwaway Mother Russia joke, and Negasonic mm-hmm. Teenage Warheads shows up for two seconds, they and then he beats pedophiles with a brick. Yeah, don't forget he puts oh, cable what? up his butt. <laughs> he put that cable oh, a cable yeah an electric cable up Juggernaut's butt. That happened. You know, uh, it was funny that we're in talking about this movie. Like it totally could be the other. You know, yeah. <laughs> he could put like, an actual cable up his butt. Yeah. Like yeah, that's what it, it could have been. Cable's ripped off arm that he shoved up his butt. I I don't know. I can see <laughs> it's that. Just like, it's that kind of movie. <laughs> I don't know what to say. What that kind of depresses think about me. The kid and like his status as a like overweight, abused teen. Okay. Oh, did anyone else get a school shooter in there a little bit too? Yeah. Oh, totally. See, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That was the other thing that really bothered me. Is like the the level of social awareness in there was not great for this kind of movie for Deadpool. Yeah. And like they're, yeah. they're dealing with also, yeah, like religious extremism and like, there's like a bit of, yeah, yeah. you're, you, you could read like a, like a conversion <laughs> it's therapy funny that angle you kill them because to it, they're you know? all, 
Yeah. yeah. All oh, religious de- guys are pedophiles. Dude. Definitely yeah. conversion therapy. I mean, it, if X-Men are like, and Deadpool even says, doesn't Deadpool even make some remark about Yeah, he the does. X-Men he he makes the joke. A bad, ra- like, a, like, no, an outdated racial allegory from the 60s, which is <laughs> very true. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I think the updated but, version of the New Mutants is really is really more of a, a, a yeah, gay bisexual. That, and that's right. something Brian and then it became Singer, that. Yeah. yeah, Brian Singer right. brought that out a lot. Like, there's a literal coming out scene in X2 with, with Iceman, right? Or, right, isn't it? Something Man about like, it being a choice. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. And right. they're like, and they're like, oh, do you have to be a mutant? Which is like a classic, you know, like, can't you not be gay line or something? Yeah. Um. So I agree. Yeah. That had, and that's another thing where it's like, so the thing is, I love Julian Dennison from Hunt for the Wilder People. He's one, he's, I was so about to see, I know Ben movie. has seen this kid before in one of those fucking indie movies that I've never <laughs> <laughs> It's good. It's a guy yeah, who did Thor yeah, Ragnarok. It's fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, it, I, so it's tough for me just because I'm happy to see him in more stuff. He's one of those actors you're like, he's great, but he's never going to be in another movie because it's such a specific role, uh, right, for him. Right. Uh, so I'm just happy to see him in another movie, but I don't know how he worked. So I have to defer to you guys because I'm just kind of I don't know on the fence with him. I, I don't I don't have a problem with his acting. I think the actor is, is acting the shit out of the role. I think the role sucks a little bit. It's very yeah. simple. It's but, well, it's not just simple. It's also just dumb to have it in a fucking Deadpool movie. What it's did you think about that the plot part- arc? Is doing this like just have Deadpool be a bad fucking person? It's not. The Suicide um, it's an Squad R-rated problem. Movie. Why does he have to be a good guy? Why oh, does he have to I be a superhero? I think he was superhero? still a really bad person. Um, and I guess we'll get right to this as far as like the darkness is like. I feel like you know the the wanton destruction that takes place in this film is arguably um, like it, it took me out of the experience for a moment, and I was surprised that there wasn't kind of one of those meta commentary jokes on it since you know we've had the audience's reaction to DC's um you know just wanton destruction and the Superman movies and then Marvel's take on the Sokovia and the uh, like with the civil war right, being a right, whole right, reaction right. to the, the the scope of destruction that inevitably arises about around superpowered uh humans and for the the train scene or not the armor I guess it wasn't a train it was a bus but it like derailed I can't just the whole heist here uh, was very poorly executed. I, I didn't have a problem with that, and because it's Deadpool. Because think about yeah. the first movie where he he crashes a bunch of cars on the highway and kills like a whole bunch of people. Right. Also, like Deadpool is severely depowered in this movie. Like, it's, considering like you know how many people he kills in the first scene, like that was that was peak Deadpool. That highway crash sequence, and that's my point. Is like for me, I guess like I don't want Deadpool to be like a good guy. Like he's got like probably okay motivations to do something but then he just fucks everything up and that's kind of the point like he doesn't need he needs to be like he like i guess like like it's weird for me that you're like putting like selfless expectations out of deadpool and that's the thing no this whole that's movie not that's not dumb. what i'm saying at all i'm saying it's good it's with totally within his character that that happened that way i was just surprised that there wasn't i don't know maybe some like more um like more attention paid to the fact that okay, this is the way Deadpool operates versus the way you right, know, since, right since Marvel made a big stink about it and made a whole movie about like collateral damage. I was surprised uh, that there wasn't yeah. more attention drawn to the fact that Deadpool kind of just goes in willy nilly and fucks everything up. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I I still th- I still com- I still entreat you to go watch Man of Steel and like be blown away about them leveling New York City 
to like yeah. literally a crater. Yeah. Like I, I feel oh, like I, 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 I like I promise you like he's doing like Avengers levels of damage. He's not doing like go rewatch Man of Steel. It's like like literally it's like a post apocalyptic society after I not, like I he's not done come up with, with this city. joke, but the podcast like called it seventy five nine elevens. Like it's just so many, so much destruction. <laughs> it's like literally the whole city is like all the skyscrapers in New York go down. That's that's what happens in Man of Steel. It's and then ridiculous. they make out on yeah. all those corpses. It's, uh, that movie's crazy. Do they, do <laughs> they actually make out? Oh my god, you're They make out like, like on the make... rubble. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, god damn. Lois and, 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 and... It's a good Park. movie. And I think it's a good movie until it ends. And it's just something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, 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 I'm gonna... I'll, we're not gonna... No. No. No, no more. We're not, I didn't mean to I'm not going here directly. with you. I'm just saying it's a trend. <laughs> yeah. This shit no, is a trend. I, I, sure. I, it's a trend. I, I, I just, I'm not affected by the fact that in a, I, it, if, if there was ever a place for that level of stupidity, it would be a Deadpool movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah, I need, and I need more there, RoboCop like, level of satire. Like that scene in RoboCop where he tries to take down one bad guy and blows up an entire gas station in the process. Yeah. Like, I need, yeah. I need that level of like. That's what I need. I need these movies to be a little more Paul Verhoeven-y. Like, they need to go a little harder and be a little <laughs> more smart. Yeah. I, I think that's the thing, too, is I think that, like, the first Deadpool is going a lot harder than this one is. Which is ironic, because, like, this one is going for, like, serious, actual feels, which is dumb. And mm-hmm. the first one's going to dark places and... and completing on its satire a little bit better because you know there's not a kid in play there's not a dead wife in play you know like dead yeah. girlfriend sorry like yeah. it's it's there's too much there's too much meaning in play and i'm just i like right you it's, know it's it, hard it's hard whole, to engage with it because right, you can't care about it sorry yeah no, no, oh, well, sorry. I mean, it's it's, it's like you can't care about a, about a guy that can't die. So I'd rather just go watch him do hijinks. Like I laugh through the hijinks, but the rest of the meta plot is just dumb. Like, give me a dumb plot. Give me a plot that's nonsensical. Like it's funny that like I want Deadpool to mess up in the way that most superhero movies do mess up. You know, right, yeah. like I mean, like that's the problem. Like don't don't try to break superhero movies or like pass a series. I, I I'm sorry. I yeah, like no, I, it's I, it's wrong of me to say that I want it to be dumber than it is. I I, I think so. I'm more anarchic. You know, like more Looney Tunes, more Marx Brothers. Right. Just like just Deadpool walking into these stodgy franchises and just being like, I don't give a shit about any of your well, problems think, or your timelines. I think the biggest know? problem with that is, and I totally see where you are coming from, and I think like in the process you're actually bringing down my score like as I'm uh, considering your, your takeaway from it. Because my little brother had kind of the same reaction now. And I'm trying to under- I'm starting to understand his point was like it's Deadpool is not as Deadpool as Deadpool should be. But I think right. the biggest problem for me from like a studio and like a writing perspective seeing as how this movie has failed to be that in this franchise going forward is the integration with the x-men is his moral compass like is and i don't know why like how in the comics that might be different but it seems very much like colossus and colossus's like um perseverance as deadpool's like super ego is very very much um like like he brings the family aspect of this film to fruition is is his like his uh, camaraderie with the x-men and that's something that was part of the deadpool franchise from the beginning so like i i have a hard time picturing deadpool being just deadpool with 
with this level of integration with the X-Men. So do you think maybe that's part of the problem or I think no, part also of the, the problem, problem is, I is to say just real quick is go that ahead, go I, ahead. I I think you're right with the darker element because I think Colossus' story is kind of wrapped up well in Deadpool One, which is like he's like, Don't kill that guy and he's like Blam. It's like while you're talking, I killed that guy. That's who I am. Like I'm not gonna change. Like and if he rode off into more of a Sid and Nancy sunset, or not even Sid and like Bonnie and Clyde sunset with his you know, and if Vanessa was like a crazy person as well, I think I would have appreciated that more if he was just more of this force for chaos and ridiculousness and insanity versus right. yeah, like like now Colossus is still trying, you know, and I feel like Colossus' story was already done by by Deadpool one. And we're just kind of mm. repeating that all over again. Right. Right. This, this series is in love with Colossus and it's one of those things where they're harder on cable and they really have two characters doing the same stupid thing. And it's like this one, they're like letting Colossus be a little bit funnier overall. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, cable is that, but it's still like you have moments in like the apartment when they're all like, Oh, everyone go at once. And everyone's got a different joke to the same setup line. That that that's so fucking lovable and i just i i love it i love it i love the dominoes there for it i love all of it oh uh we need to talk a little bit about this real quick uh what did you guys think of the inclusion of tj miller is that peter paul whatever his name was no 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 no, no. it's the it's the uh oh, the bartender. He's, uh yeah he's uh what's yeah. his face wasn't uh, he in the first one weasel too? Weasel, yeah. yeah, he's in the first one too. But he he's uh, got sexual assault allegations on him, and people were uh, upset that they didn't remove him from the movie. Yeah, and well, uh, he's also kind of like he's actually in jail right now because of a bomb threat. The guy's kind of lost his mind. Um, what? Whoa! Yeah, seriously, he might go to jail for like five years for a bomb threat, like a serious oh, bomb threat. Jesus. Yeah, there's a really good oh, article yes. about like how he's kind of completely collapsed, and like it's it's kind of interesting. Um. Yeah, I, it's he's so barely in it. I guess I didn't care as much. Like, but he also wasn't necessary I, for the plot, so it's tough. I don't know. I guess like I don't, I don't care. I I still am along the lines that I thought what they did with Kevin Spacey and the other film was dumb. Uh, oh, just a movie. Have, yeah. have y'all seen there was supposedly like some dig at it in the movie that. On the screen, there's a uh, at some point, yeah. uh, Christopher yeah. Plummer refuses role in Deadpool two news ticker, and it's oh, supposed really? to be like, yeah, weird. Yeah, there's actually and there's another joke. There's a joke in there when T.J. Miller is getting about to get tortured by uh, Cable. Uh, there's a joke about him being cut up like the guy and all the money in the world was gonna get cut up. Uh, so there's that was like a that was like a reference to the fact that they did not change him out. That feels some people worse. think. <laughs> I feel like just like I, 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 agree, I agree. That's my that would be my point. Like don't worse. draw attention to it. <laughs> yeah, just be like it's too late, and I don't know, you know, like just kind of mumble with your way like, through. Um, I was reading about the Jeffrey Tambor one um, with Transparent, and it's interesting to see and and how like Netflix has failed to react in time to wait 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 wait. Oh, I didn't know about Jeffrey Tambor. It's what okay. happened? It's just it's the same thing. Um, so people, no, it's never this. I mean, it's never the same thing. Like you know, right. Al Franken versus Donald Trump. Like okay, okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm, no, still, right, I'm still. I'm still right. the I mind. I'm sorry. I I know that there's like eight accusers of Al Franken, but nothing goes above like oh he like 
mimed grabbing my tit or my he grabbed my ass right like that's like, there's th- that's like, a big big difference to like, me the top is like know. yeah weinstein like you gotta you gotta know where on the weinstein scale you know just oh my fucking because, christ you know that's the worst that's the number one worst fuck, you know fuck me ben you can't say shit like that <laughs> let's cut that out ben, let's pretend ben that just never figured happened. out me too yeah i heard it here first <laughs> let's cut that out the i want to work again scale. please what is it what is it weinstein to franken is that what it is? Uh, I don't even. No, no. You know, let's cut that out. Yep. I never said that. Let's stop uh, this. No, that was someone else. Was I, I'm, evil sorry. Twin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's terrible. Please cut that out. It's um, okay. It's okay. No, but all, I mean, like, I, I point, the point I was getting to is that, like, it's it's interesting to see how soon into production process people will sever ties and like what, where, like, as how soon do you deal with it? Like, how how good ethics is it to deal with it as soon as possible versus how much are you trying to save your own ass as a studio, like, kind of thing? Like, I, right. I, and if I, you're I Netflix and this. then Amazon show fired this guy, do you talk to Amazon, your competitor, about what happened? Or do you do your own investigation? Yeah, exactly. It's like this whole yeah. 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 thing. I mean, I, here's, here, I, I don't mean to be a dick about this, but, like, for me, like, it's always going to come down to, like, people can be assholes. That does not mean their art is assholish. Like, case in point, uh, the guy, the guy, you remember the Nazi that made that anime? That yeah, really, really Recovery of an MMORPG Junkie. Yeah, yeah. which That's- is really, which is a really great anime about this girl, like, getting obsessed with an RPG and going through like, all this stuff. It's you've got uh, mail with an with with an MMORPG. Right, it, no, it's, yeah, RPG. it's got, it's like got, it's got mail with anime, but then, like, fucking... You know, the guy's like a literal Nazi that made it. And we're all like, okay, I really like this series. I hope he makes more, but I hope he dies. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I, I think that like people's art should be separate, especially in acting roles where like, for me, the importance of an actor is that they're big, dumb meat puppets that we make dance to our tunes as directors. <laughs> See, um, I don't feel like it's that relevant a discussion to Deadpool 2 because he didn't do much in the movie anyway. Well, like I not, agree. Oh, it's I, it's not that it's not relevant. I guess, like, you know, there, this is one of the examples of, I guess it's, this is one of the few examples of people, like, leaving an individual in there because there's, there's a big rush right now to excise people from history. And I think that's kind of, for me, that's kind of, I guess, silly a little bit. Like, I get, I get, like, that people are bad, like, you know, that, you know, you want, I understand, like, like, separating Weinstein from his money and all this other stuff, that's a different thing, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, know. yeah, recap. I mean, that's. I think that's why they ultimately went with T.J. Miller because he's not the star. I think the problem with Kevin Spacey is they didn't know how to sell a movie with a guy who had all these allegations against him, and so they're like, "That's the only way this movie's ever going to come out and make any money is if we cast a different person." Versus, like, yeah, that actually makes if total people sense. wanted to go back and digitally, you know, remove and Kevin see, Spacey. That's from what I'm American talking about. Beauty, like, it's like, don't do that. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, no, you if, any, if anything, American, American Beauty just plays stronger now, which is awful to think. Yeah. Holy fuck, again. Trevor. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we, we should all go update our review of American Beauty and go back and relook at it. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to. Jesus. Not. I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> the bag in a wind is now a metaphor for <laughs> people forgetting about sexual yeah. harassment. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. That, someone's written that article, I guarantee you. I was about to say, uh, the internet I know. Someone wrote that. That's a that's a slate article I've ever heard one. Yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> if anything, talking about Deadpool 2 made me laugh more than watching it. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I do care what you're saying. I kind of will go back. It, I did, was left with an urge to go back and watch the first one again. It so. is. And I, and, I, and I watched it almost immediately after the first one. It is superior in every way. Yeah. And I still don't hold it up as like the best movie. I hold it up as a very good movie. I hold it up as a movie that needed to happen and was a breath of fresh air at the time, definitely. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I think that this second one is both toothless and at the same time dumb in the ways that it tries to break out from the first one. And also, it's 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 just it's too concerned with creating. It's the same thing that all the X Men's are t- way too fucking concerned with their larger universe. That's Instead what I'm of, saying with this one is I feel like that that kind of ruin that's kind of what ruins it in terms of what y'all are talking about is trying to punch the X-Men into it and also right. at the same time it seems that to me it's it's like a better X-Men movie than a lot of X-Men movies right. and especially the other thing recently is like Deadpool is always better like on his own in the greater Marvel universe. Like, and that's the thing is like, that's the thing I always say is like Wolverine and Deadpool are like better going off and doing their own shit than like being part of a team. And like, it's just so fucking dumb to like bring him into the fold, do a Deadpool movie. It's like, it was like if they had Logan, but they're doing a Wolverine standalone movie and then they bring in all the other X-Men, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the nice thing about Logan was it was very contained with just, just him and, professor x of like the main people from the old movies coming back yeah yeah i don't know all right let's go ahead and score this bad boy uh first up i'm gonna go out because i want you in kind of a vacuum trevor do you mind going first no not at all um why because what what, what do you mean by vacuum well i didn't mean for us to affect your score quite well it's it's happened like i can't can't go back Because uh, I see what my bro was talking about now, and I kind of want to rewatch the first one and see how I feel about it now. So there are things I didn't like about the first one, too, and I don't feel like calling the first one sub- straight up subversive is uh, w- er, that it would be still a little generous today. But, yeah. like, as a breath of fresh air at the time, like, I can see what you're saying there, too. So yeah. I don't think my score for it exists in a vacuum at all. I did enjoy it um, a lot. Made me laugh. The um, And I did get the feels. Um, as dumb as the, like, sort of heaven-like waiting in the fridge thing for his dead girlfriend <laughs> was as a plot <laughs> metaphor, uh... I actually did enjoy the take on me um, reference, and God, sometimes I, maybe I'm sometimes just a bitch there are references that just kill it all the way through. For I you, know, you know, I know. There I was know. there was some moments in there, like when when rains bless the rains out of Africa by Toto came on. I was, was like, ah, ah, yeah. So I think my straight up reaction right after seeing this movie with my girlfriend and as good a time as that was, was probably like a seven. But I think after thinking about it, especially comparing it to the first one and like thinking about who Deadpool is really supposed to be versus kind of where he's going as, as getting brought into the fold as it were kind of in this, in this, by the ending of this last one, I think it's gone down to a six and I'm going to leave it there, but I'm still kind of looking forward to the next one. Because Domino oh, was fucking awesome. I think I think it's cool that these exist, but yeah. yeah. Um, Ben. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a. Let me give it a four point five. Um, like I said, I think it would probably be more like a six if a, 
I didn't have that kind of trouble. And also the other thing that, that bummed me out just in terms of uh, being disappointed was we didn't talk about that this is directed by uh, David Leach, notably the Tim Miller who really spearheaded Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds to get it done. Sort of infamously kind of fought. We don't know all the stuff, but basically he and Ryan fought a lot about this movie and uh, the studio picked Ryan because he's the star. Um, and and huh. David Leach came on. But I was still, even though the t- that that shakeup kind of was eh, um, I was still excited because he's directed uh, John Wick and Atomic Blonde, which are two very good uh, practical uh, stunt movies. So, you know, what do you yeah. think about the movies in general? None the fights none are... None of that's on display. But no, and that's the problem, yeah. The, the fights are just as kind of ugly and chaotic as, as the first movie. And the first guy who directed it was a CG director, and this guy was a stunt coordinator. And I was like, well, the stunt coordinator is going to make much better fights than the CG director. Uh, not so much. <laughs> We're just as kind of ugly and CG-ish and, and not very inventive, which which kind of bummed me out. Um, the opening had a few little inventive stuff, but not it never sustained it, which which bummed me out. And, uh, exactly. The, the opening was just like a fucking highlight reel for the trailer to make it feel world trotting, which is super annoying, too, because like literally they're, they're in the, the shot where they're fighting in the Japanese bathhouse is like the whole shot in the trailer is the whole time that they're in that right. that bathhouse. Right. Yeah. They go to a which couple, is, they go to some sets right. of like, you know, that Jared Leto movie. <laughs> and they're like, can we film here for a second? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I like that. <laughs> um, I, I can't. I can't lie. I, I've always been in the middle. I guess I've dragged Trevor down to where I was. I was hoping to be in the middle of them, but I'm. I've still. I. You know. I laughed. I laughed quite a bit. I had a good time in this movie. It. Oh, it annoys the absolute fuck out of me. Um. I think. I think it's decided. I, even if you're not gonna like this movie and you're gonna get upset about the fridging and other things, I think you're still ironically will have a very good time in this movie because it's. It's kind of hard not to a little bit. Um, six, I guess I'm kind of where with Trevor is a little bit. I think that I think like I recommend you go see it. Also, like if you're even remotely interested in this sort of movie, you're going to enjoy it. Um, I'm sure you'll see all the same bad stuff, but it's one of those things where it's like the moment to moment of Deadpool is very good. Uh, the, uh, the overarching whole is just a fucking like a fucking, shit stain on a rug it's really bad like it's it's and it's funny it's, this is the this is the highest rating i've ever given a movie that has this sort of like overall differentiation because i'm very much usually when i rate movies like a whole guy like back to the future as a whole is amazing like that's usually my thing and ironically this one you know the the la- the moment to moment laughs can do it for me rains rains out of africa baby um <laughs> Aha! Uh-huh. It's it's great. I'm sorry. Did uh, so just a random oh, aside, real quick. Did anybody in your theater laugh at the whole "Better Come Out Tomorrow" use of that song? Cause I didn't get the joke. I didn't. Get I was not feeling it. that. No. No one in the was, theater. There was a lot was. of dead laughs in there too. Yeah. No there one was, in my theater laughed. There was a at lot that. of '90s jokes that I did not get, and which was amazing to me. <laughs> like I, I was a I was like a like a late '90s kid, but damn, that's some early '90s shit in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Movie Gang Podcast gives Deadpool two a five point five out of ten. So that's a that's a meh. You give a little type deal. Get a little eh. Yeah. It's a five point five. Yeah, you get you get like a meh. No, not you, you know, you're maybe a maybe. How about that? <laughs> maybe baby. <laughs> From everyone here at the Movie Gang Podcast, this has been Trevor Flynn. Bye. Ben Haworth. 
Thanks for listening. And I've been your host, Jack Newman. You want to head over over to the movie gang, not themoviegang.com, Jesus Christ, Tuscan Shed Media Network, and check out the Movie Gang podcast over there, as well as all our other podcasts, including Geek Space Nine, Live Long and Discover, uh, Animania, <laughs> and coming in, in June, uh, the Pen and Paper Pod. So go check out all that other stuff. Uh, go over to tuscanshed.com backslash support us and find a myriad number of ways to help support these podcasts. We would really appreciate it. For everyone here at the Movie Gang podcast. Thanks for listening.